Hello, I'm Jack Snow, and we are The Resistance. Welcome to our podcast, The Avalanche of Resistance, where you'll hear reports about vital grassroots activism across the web and beyond. Parkland students stood up, and they did what nobody else has done before. They've taken on the establishment. They've started working for real change. They took on the politicians, they took on the NRA, and they called us out on our BS. Of course, the standard practice for NRA and its supporters is to co-opt God and patriotism, to pretend as though somehow or other they're representing some greater good or some righteous act. And yet, in the process of all this, they overtly attack the victims, those who speak out against them. They condescend. They pretend like these kids don't understand what it's like to be in a war zone. They apply this NRA's mutated version of Christianity, which Gary Laterman has referred to in essays as Republicanity. To illustrate our point about the difference between Christianity and Republicanity, let's start with the Bible verse, Matthew 18, 6. But whoso shall offend these little ones which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and that he were drowned in the depth of the sea. What do they mean by believe in me? Whoso shall believe in me? Well, it's people who actually practice. It's people who call out his name and say, I'm a believer in Jesus. It's that person ahead of you in traffic that has the fish on the back of his car. It's that person at work who wears a cross around their neck. That's who claims to believe in Jesus. These are the same people that seem to be putting guns before kids. At least they're the loudest ones. But it says, who believes in me? It's better for him that they're drowned in the sea with a millstone around their neck. Essentially, what that's saying is that people like Dana Loesch have been promised eternal punishment. The thing that we have to remember here isn't just that this mutated publicanity has it all wrong, which they do. It's that the Parkland students have it right. The Parkland students' quest is not only right, it's righteous. Let's take, for example, from 1 Peter 3.14. But even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. Do not fear their threats. Do not be frightened. What's unrighteous about trying to protect the lives of future generations? They can't stop what happened at Parkland. They're thinking about the kids that are going to come after them at some other school in your town, the school that your kids go to, where some other kid can suffer the anguish of losing their friend, where some other parent can suffer the anguish of losing their child. Let's take 1 Thessalonians 5.15. Make sure that nobody pays back wrong for wrong, but always strive to do what is good for each other and everyone else. For everyone else. Again, what are these kids doing? They can't stop what happened. Parkland is done. It's over. The kids there, the 17 people there have died. The 14 people are injured. We can't undo that. It's done. So what can we do? We can stop it. These kids started a hashtag, never again. Don't tell me that's not righteous. Let's take Philippians 4.8. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything excellent or praiseworthy, think about these things. And according to the King James Version, it says, seek after these things. What is more lovely, what is more praiseworthy than a child who wants to help, who wants to do something right, who wants to take on the wrong things of the world that kill their fellow classmates, you can't say anything other than these kids are righteous. But if the kids are righteous, 
then the NRA is wicked. Let's take Hebrews 13.5. Keep your life free from love of money and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Keep your life free from love of money. The NRA this week has been going through this real shakeup where their sponsors have been leaving them. They've been awash in money for so long. We know from various independently verified sources in the media that the NRA has taken donations from Russia. Where is their claim to patriotism? Let's take Matthew 26, 52. Then Jesus said to him, put your sword back in its place, for all who take the sword will perish by the sword. We haven't seen these kids picking up swords. The NRA is telling us that we need to arm our teachers, that we need to carry guns around to counter guns, gun for gun. Is that any different than calling sword for sword? And what did Jesus say about that? Let's take Revelation 20.12. And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne, and books were opened, and another book was opened, which was the book of life. And the dead were judged by what was written in the books, according to what they had done. The book of life. Now, this is kind of an abstract concept, that somehow or other our, our names are in the book of life, and that if we're there, we're there, and if we're not, we're not. But it also says that you're going to be judged by what you've done. Would not preserving life or trying to preserve future life be a noble and righteous thing? And wouldn't, wouldn't the sacrifice of that life for money, for power, wouldn't that be wicked? I believe that it would. So this is why the resistance stands with the students of Parkland. It's because we believe all of the things that Republicanity claims to believe but doesn't practice. We believe we should practice what we preach. We believe that this generation of adults will be judged by what we have done for our kids, which is not enough. As with Matthew 18, 6, we believe that those who harm children by action or inaction will experience the greatest punishment. And if God doesn't get you, the history books will, because this generation of kids, like the Parkland students, will write the history books. We also believe Matthew 7.22. That fish on the back of your car, that cross around your neck, that isn't what makes you a Christian. How you treat other people is. And if you don't defend your children, which Christ himself put particular emphasis on, you're not a good person. You're not a Christian. He doesn't know you. And finally, let's talk about Philippians 4.8. The Parkland kids have inspired us. Their quest is nothing less than pure. These kids are admirable. They're praiseworthy. They deserve our support. And finally, a confession. I'm not a Christian. I'm an atheist. But I know a real Christian when I see one. I know the difference between preaching and propaganda. And so do most of you. In Isaiah 11:16. It talks about how the lion lays down with the lamb, how the leopard lays down with the kid, and a little child shall lead them. Do we have the courage to allow children like Emma Gonzalez 
and David Hogg to lead us to an America where school children don't have to fear gun violence? I know that we do. We've taken on bigger things than this. For the first time, we've seen an avalanche of resistance against the NRA's perverted Second Amendment. The Second Amendment guarantees that states can have a well-regulated militia. It grants states the power to regulate firearms. I'm Jack Snow of The Resistance. Resistance.